your traps, little my nigga, I feel sorry for you. Sorry, nigga. Cause we banging hand to hand, getting it in them holes. I'm talking transactions, CDS, them distributions. We going hard with this shit, we need our restitution. I love my nigga, so I do whatever for my dog. Nigga, say he need me, and I got him, he'll never fall. I'm coming in the clutch, something like I'm Kyrie. You niggas bluffing, man, I wish you niggas would try. Be down, and guess what? We need answers. We need answers podcast on this Father's Father's Day Sunday. Today we got my homie Coco in here to talk about some important topics. It's one of the topics that, like always, um, try to give a lot of, you know, give people some space to open up, some people to shed some light on things some encouragement and just also get some information for stuff for people to look out for it look out for in case you know god forbid but you know if these situations happen you know we just want to give us like always give a platform where people can share these stories and hopefully help somebody else going through a similar situation feel comfortable feel like somebody they can relate to and you know might just help anybody that's going through anything you never know it could open up so Appreciate you, especially on your birthday. Happy yeah, birthday thank coming you, through. Thank you. So, um, the topic is infertility. Infertility. So, um, we can start by just, you know, telling, um, I guess, sharing your story, like when you when you found out you was pregnant from the jump and mm-hmm. all that. So, we can go in like that. All right. So, um, actually, like 2014, I had got pregnant in December. And I ended up having a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. So um, I went to the doctors. They told me that they didn't know what the cause of it was. Mm-hmm. They referred me to a fertility specialist, right? Okay. Um, when I got there, they told me that I had something that was called mycoplasma, which is like a bacterial infection. You know, women pH levels be off. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. But your regular doctor doesn't check for that. Okay. So um, that made me feel like, dang, you know, they said it, a lot of women have it, but it doesn't affect every woman the same type of way. Okay. So um, they were like, you know, we want to do this procedure called an HSG where they kind of like put iodine and make it come through your tubes to see if your tubes are opened or closed. Mine both were open, but they were like they saw like some um, gathering at the bottom and they wanted to do a surgery. Mm-hmm. I really wasn't ready for a surgery, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. So then like the next year I got pregnant again um, and had another miscarriage. Mm. So I'm like, okay, something clearly is not right. Mm. But I still was not in the space mentally to have a surgery. I never been under anesthesia. Mm. I never did any of those things. So I think it kind of made me feel like, mm, I'm a woman. As a woman, you're supposed to be able to have a child. Right. That's just like normal, right? Right. So I didn't do it. And so then me and my husband at the time, we were like not trying, but we was we wasn't trying, but we wasn't not trying at the same time. Oh, like, to have but a, we knew to we was right. Okay. We knew that for for a fact that all right, we not using any type of protection, so mm. it should have happened yeah, by now. It was like a year yeah. and a half later. Come on, you're yeah, doing yeah. it every, <laughs> you know, a few times. Some gotta come yeah, out of yeah. it. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Now, all right, at this time I'm 28. I'm like, I really need to figure out what's going what's on going because on? something is clearly not right. Right. Yeah. So, um, I as a matter of fact, it's this lady at my job. She actually. Went through the same process. Um, she ended up having triplets. Crazy. Mm. She referred me to this doctor out of uh, Union Memorial, Dr. Berger. Mm. Um, he's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Mm. Went there. Um, first few cycles. He's like, listen, you know, I'm going to do an HSG again, the same procedure. Mm. Did the HSG. He like, one of your tubes, it actually does show like some more gathering. It looks worse than it did before. Mm. So something is clearly growing, right? Mm. So he like, you have to get the surgery. That's the only way because I don't want to start any type of procedures with you and then you end up losing another child because I know that it's starting to become devastating. Now that you know that it's actually a problem, what are you going to do about it? So I got the surgery real quick. It was called a laparoscopy, right? Um, Outpatient. I was in there for maybe like an hour and a half, got the surgery. Right before I went in, he said, if your tubes are super bad, I'm taking your tubes out. We never had discussed that prior to that. So I'm really sad. Like, I don't want my tubes to be gone. Once again, it's the proud of feeling like you're not going to be a woman anymore. I'm so that's like having your tubes tied. Right. Taking them out? Yeah, taking oh, them okay. out, but okay. they gone. So you can't get them untied. Oh, right. It's nothing. So you would never be able to get pregnant naturally, basically. So, so why wouldn't he give you the option? Why would he just straight take them? He basically saying that they were it really bad. It's bad. no, Yeah, okay, it's like okay. it's causing more harm than it would be doing anything okay. helpful if you keep them in. Basically. So with, with that 
I don't mean to cut you off, no, but cool. I don't want to lose my question. So, if you if if you would have never got the 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 uh, surgery, would it like stuff would turn into other things, or would it just like you just couldn't? It just I just couldn't handle. Okay, it, right. it would never. The only thing is that possibly it could cause an ectopic pregnancy, which is where you get pregnant in your tubes. Right. Oh, okay. So you're still gonna have to get the tubes removed okay. because the baby is unable to grow. How can it grow if it's right. something that's this small and it's okay. that trying expanding, to okay. right? Okay. So when I woke up, first thing I asked my mother, I'm like, Ma, did they take my tube? She's like, No, you good. Mm. You know, they found I had endometriosis. Crazy how women have all of these things that you never even know. I never have painful cycles or anything. Mm. So I never knew I had any of those things. Polyps. Um, the mycoplasma had caused like um scar tissue around my tubes right mm -hmm. so he removed that and then he was like all right we're gonna start this process it's called clomid which is like um a pill that you take every month during the same time and it's gonna make you ovulate mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so you know ovulation is when the eggs actually release so that it can catch mm -hmm. the sperm mm -hmm. right so my body was having an ovulatory cycles so basically I was feeling like I was ovulating. It would come up on an ovulation kit that I was ovulating, mm. but no eggs were being released mm. the entire time. Mm. So basically, it's like one month out of four, an egg is released. When every month, an egg is actually supposed to be released. Okay. So I'm really like going against the odds, honestly. Okay. You only got three or four days to get pregnant out of each month anyway. But for the fact that the matter is that I wasn't even releasing an egg, so the times that it was, I don't even know for sure if something was coming out. Oh. So he give us clomid, and then you have to do, like, timed intercourse. So say you get clomid on a Monday, he going to say, all right, your egg going to release on a Thursday. You have to have sex during these Okay, so times. it was more scheduled. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which is crazy because. Like the time and all that, or the day, yeah, just the day? just the day, the time. Oh, okay, so, okay. like, say, for instance, you got to have sex between 6 and 10. Damn. Okay. And then after that, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to put your feet up. All this crazy stuff. And it's like, you know, it then started to become like a task mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, I can't be out, y'all. I got to go in the house yeah. because I'm out. You know what I mean? It wasn't more natural. Right. Like, like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how hard it is to like kind of force something yeah, like that. Yeah, that yeah. Just you comes wanted so to be like, ready and all that. Right. Like, <laughs> right. So um, I did that for two cycles, uh -huh. three cycles, three cycles. The third cycle, um, I actually got pregnant again. And then I had a kid something that was considered as a chemical pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So me being me, I'm an overthinker. I always so quick, like jumping straight into it. I straight start taking tests. Mm -hmm. The day that it said I could take the test. Mm -hmm. My doctor kept saying, wait it out, wait it out, wait it out, wait it out. <laughs> oh, pregnancy test. Right. Okay, I'm straight okay. start, start taking a pregnancy <laughs> test. Uh -huh. Find out I was pregnant. Um, go to the doctor's. He tell me like, your levels are not increasing. Your HCG levels are increasing. So mm -hmm. basically the baby, the it was, I they connected, but it didn't implant. So I had another basically miscarriage. A chemical pregnancy is just a very early on miscarriage. Mm. So you not had I not been testing, mm. I never, if I would have tested at the time I was supposed to test, mm. I would have never got a positive pregnancy test, basically, because okay. it would have dissolved itself, right? right? So, so before you go on, what does this do to you mentally? Like how you... Yo, mine, everywhere. You see everybody pregnant. Yeah. You know, it's women out here that honestly, like super fertile, mm. can lay down and be like, oh, I'm having a baby, or, you know, you just yeah. see, it kind of gets you to a point where as though I'm not a jealous person, but it puts you in a space where it's like, damn, like, yeah. you know, what I'm doing wrong, right, like, right, right. how everybody can have a baby, I can't have no baby, right. you know, like, and then you want to be happy for your friends that are in but those spaces, but you really hurt, mm -hmm. it's hard for you to go to baby showers, it's hard for you to go to birthday parties, yeah, all I of those imagine. things, right? Okay. And it's crazy, because I never really wanted to be a mother, honestly. Uh. It wasn't until um, I got in a relationship with my husband that it was like, yo, you know, this is something that I'm interested in doing now because mm. I, I saw an idea Future. of a family, okay. right? Okay, Um, But it it, it, it it takes a toll, like mentally, physically. Depressing. You be depressed. What? Depressed. Mm. You don't want to do nothing. You know, then you turn to the wrong stuff. I'm drinking. Mm. Like, I, I felt like I was, like, losing myself in regards to, like, work. I'm mm. real, you know. Your focus was off. Yeah, everything. I take my job real, real serious. Mm. Like, um... So all of those little things was starting to become a burden. And that's mm -hmm. why I was like, you know what? All right, enough is enough. I really need to figure out, like, what's going on. Yeah. So when we did the clomid, I had the chemical pregnancy. I was depressed for, like, a month and a half because I'm like, yo, here we go again. Mm -hmm. You know, this is my third miscarriage in a matter of three years. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I know somebody that had three babies in three years. Yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. me? Like, it's like, damn. Right. And then those days roll around. It's like, damn, my child would have been this age. Yeah, or it would have yeah. been this age. Or he would have yeah. been, you know. Um, and so he told me that we could do something that's called IUI, which is uh, where they actually 
let you take the clomid, they let the egg release, but then they take your partner's sperm and insert it into you at the time that you're supposed to have a, your egg release, okay. right? So, um, but then I was like, all right, well, he was like, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to refer you to a fertility clinic. So I'm another one. So I'm like, okay, cool. This was the uh, fertility center of Maryland. It was the Towson location. Mm-hmm. So I went there the first time. You know, they get to sitting down. They going over the numbers. I'm like, yo, what? The cost? 20000 This shit crazy. They have a bait. Like, yeah, and that's free when you're you, you doing it When you're doing way. it right. Yeah, yeah. 20000 yeah. That's just the procedure. Your medication, like another eleven five. Like, Oh, wow. This is crazy, right? The kids already expensive. Expensive. So, so you're really spending money to get a yeah. lifetime expense in yeah. real life, right? Yeah, that's crazy. That's real crazy. So I, uh, it was so crazy because I work, even though I work for the federal government, Stephen works for Baltimore County. Mm-hmm. And um, just so happened because you, if you're a state employee, the government, well, Maryland is a state that covers for um infertility up to ninety percent. Oh, okay. So I was able to jump. You on his found out once this happened. Once this okay, happened, okay. right? So that's good. That's news for people who don't know. They Absolutely, might not know that, okay. right? So okay. a lot of people, what I found out was that I'm like in some in, in some infertility groups, like on Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, like Starbucks, will pay for a hundred percent, right? Okay. A lot of people that work for like the government and stuff, who jobs don't offer, because my job only offered up to fifty percent. Okay. Um, they'll get like a part time job at like Target. Just or so they Starbucks, can just okay, so that okay, they can have the okay. insurance so it'll gotcha, cover for it, gotcha. basically. Because if not, you really kicking out, coming out your pocket. Yeah, yeah, we ended up lot. spending like four thousand all together. Okay, that's after fair. the insurance kicked in, that's fair. which was perfect because I'm like, I'm not trying to spend. I mean, honestly, <laughs> if it yeah, came yeah, down yeah, to it, yeah, I would have yeah, did yeah, it off the strip of me wanting to child so bad. Definitely understand, but that's a lot of but money. That's though. a lot of that's money to kick out. So you, that ain't no shit that you like. Damn, like I gotta kick this out right now. So right, and that's impulsive too. Like if you do got it, it's like let me pay it now. But then it's like damn, like I just did that. Right, 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 right. And then what if it don't work? Right. Okay. So it's a chance. It's a chance that it doesn't work. And no refunds. No refunds. You're gonna pay for another cycle. Right. That's tough. So when I found out the insurance covered it, I said, well, look, we're just going to go to the most aggressive step, which is then in vitro. That, that's the next one. So it's Clomid, then it's IUI, then it's in vitro. So in vitro is basically like they're going to make, I had to shoot myself up every day for real for like, it, I, it's supposed to be 14 days. My body took it very well, so I did eight days mm-hmm. where they make the eggs grow. So instead of one egg being released, you basically like got maybe like 30 eggs at a time. Oh, okay. So you super bloated, right? Uh-huh. They put you on, they put me on birth control first to like regulate my cycle. Uh-huh. Then they start making me do the stems. That's what it's called, stemming. Uh-huh. Um, stem. And then I had to go to the doctors every morning at eight thirty. How does morning. the stem work? What you got? Just a needle. So it's the medication. You gonna take some of the syringes are already pre filled, uh-huh. and then some of them you gotta like draw it up yourself and really stick yourself, your stomach, your leg, your butt. It's crazy. All over, like uh, yeah. Oh, dang. Same time every day though. Again, once again. But then you got to go to the doctors every morning. Mm-hmm. Set the doctors every morning so that they could check my blood work every day. Mm-hmm. Check to see how large the follicles, which were the, the eggs are inside of the follicles, uh-huh. basically. How large they growing. Once they get to 16, between 16 millimeters and 20 millimeters, that's when they'll let you do something that's considered as an egg release. So they make you take the shot mm-hmm. in your butt. And then the next day you got to go in, mm-hmm. go under general anesthesia. They take all the eggs out. Mm-hmm. Right? Once they take the eggs out, they're going to tell you how many mature, how many is able to be, um, how how many they're able to put the sperm with, basically. Mm-hmm. So at the time when I was doing my procedure, they was getting a sperm sample from him. And then they put them all together. Mm-hmm. And then they really grow it in a lab. Oh, shit. Shit crazy. How you feel about that, though? Like, do it make you think, like, what the hell? Yeah, what could they be doing? Or shit like yeah, that? everything. Oh, right, and it, okay. and then the whole process is like, you. This one thing I'll say is that if you are an overthinker going through any type of these procedures or processes, drive yourself crazy. Don't get on Instagram. Don't okay. get on those little. I mean, Facebook. Those little posts. Those groups. Okay. Don't Google stuff yeah. because you see like some women, and you know everybody's body is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So you see some women like, oh my gosh, they got ten eggs and none of them survived. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. And then you'll put that in your head. Like, the whole thing. five days, I'm stressed <laughs> out. So that's what you did? Yeah, you I'm up, Googling. Oh. I'm Googling everything. I yeah. want to know what's going on. What, I Doctors wanna, always tell you don't, don't Google, Google. shit. They definitely tell you. <laughs> but ain't nobody going to listen because you think about it so You're much. Thinking about everybody so going to do it. But I, I understand. Don't tell anybody else. Don't yes, do Yes, don't shit. do it. And I know it's hard because I have... A few friends that actually went through the process after me, and same mm-hmm. day I told them, like, don't Google it. They and they still it. was Googling, like, Cole, they said, and then here I am, like, acting like the doctor, like, no, don't do it. <laughs> you don't know. The post is crazy. It only take one. It only take one. So okay. they retrieved 13 eggs that were mature enough. Mm-hmm. Out of the 13, eight, they were able to get the sperm to basically, like, and they were able to make it become an embryo. Okay, okay. Um, and then they grow for five days. They make it grow for five days in the lab, though. Mm-hmm. All this is stuff that would naturally be going on yeah. in your body. You don't even see this part. Yeah. So they giving me pictures of the little. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Like, you can start seeing, like, the little stuff growing yeah. on it and all that. And well, how it make you feel? I Science crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's like. Yeah. It reminds me of, of when you were saying it, it reminds me of like um, farm raised. Yes, absolutely. That. So like, that's okay. what it is. It's like okay. science really crazy. Like you yeah, really. That's serious. This stuff has come so far. You can like do from anything. the first time you can do it. And they even gave us the option, which we didn't select, but you can run tests on it to see what the gender is before. You even put that it take in. all of them. It take everything out of it. Everything out yeah, of it, right? Yeah, yeah. But you, but some like some people mm-hmm. that have in vitro. Like say for instance, I know this one lady. She did in vitro. She has two boys. She wanted a girl. Mm-hmm. So that last one, she actually got the testing on them so that she could insert a girl. Okay. Because she didn't want to have run the risk of having another boy. Basically. She had a girl. Already? She had two boys, so she wanted the girl. But the egg was in the lab. Okay. So they checked it. They did the little, like, and then another thing is, like, some older women, they do testing on it to make sure that the child won't have, like, Down syndrome. Okay. Because sometimes your eggs are tainted at that point once you get older, okay. right? They're not as healthy as they would be mm-hmm. as somebody that's 25. Mm-hmm. Every year, your body is shattering. You only get a certain amount of eggs, and you get that at birth. So mm-hmm. as you're getting older, they're starting they to decrease. dwindle and dwindle okay. and dwindle, right? That's why that's they say, why like, after I'll, 35, okay, it's considered as that. a high so risk. So it's 35? Yeah, that's it's the 35 age? Okay. Now. okay. Yeah, that's kind of okay. low, right? Yeah, it when is. When men can it have is. kids at, like, 50. I know. I, I was just talking to somebody about this, and they was like, it, men got it so easy. We definitely, when it comes to all that yes. type of shit, I'm thankful for that. Yes. I ain't gonna, I ain't you could lie. be like, look, I ain't ready to handle kids at 45. Let me just go ahead. Just and that whole, ahead. everything you just explained, though, just like that whole, like, women's bodies is just, they they move differently than, than the men. Like, it's a lot. It's but a go lot. ahead, though. I, I ain't even cut so, you off. No, no, no. <laughs> so he, so uh, we did the eggs. They gave us five days. They called and said, you know, all of them looked good. They wanted to put, um, they want to put one back in. So basically, you have the option to choose one or two. But because I was young, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. they were saying that it could possibly split, mm-hmm. and I could have twins or I could have triplets. And mm-hmm. I wasn't really ready for that <laughs> in real life. So I was like, no, we're going to do one, and this one don't work. We got some other ones over here saved that uh-huh. they freeze, right? Uh-huh. Pay twelve hundred dollars a year. They freeze them for you or whatever. They uh-huh. still frozen. We got four frozen right now. Okay. Um. You freeze them, and then if I ever want to go through the process again, mm-hmm. I just take one frozen. I don't have to worry about sticking myself every day, okay. going through the whole entire thing. It's mm-hmm. like a, a shortened mm-hmm. amount of time. Okay. So um, put it back in. They show you. You land down. They straight like take. It's crazy. Like a tube. Take it out. Put it in. Mm-hmm. All right, go home. <laughs> <laughs> that's simple I'm like it's gonna fall out like <laughs> and what it is, how, it no, no how I know what to do they, it, it automatically knows what to do it's straight oh, okay. go and implant wow, into your that's uterus crazy, yo. that's crazy yo super crazy that's crazy super crazy um then two weeks they tell you wait two weeks you gotta take like um my lining in my cervix was thin so I had to take these pills progesterone pills every day Disgusting, yo. They were disgusting. <laughs> and do a shot in my butt every day. Needle like this long, like crazy. Damn. But every day. And then in two for weeks. How long? For for two weeks. Okay. And then in two weeks they told me come back. Um, they told me don't take no pregnancy test. 
you did it anyway. Of course. I took like 60 of them. I promise <laughs> you. I ordered the little strips off Amazon, yo. <laughs> I was taking them back to back to back. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm pregnant. Like, what's going on? I'm happy. I'm pumped. I'm at work taking time. It was sick. It was sick. Like, I'm trying to keep it a secret because I know my mother, like, don't do it. Right. He, like, don't do it. Mm-hmm. My friend's like, just listen. Man, I got a whole, like, collage, like, <laughs> attached, yo. It was crazy. It was super crazy. So, during this time, you were saying, like, you wasn't focused at work before. With this going on, was you able to focus more since it was going somewhere? Or was you still, like, I'm, I'm thinking about this no, all the time? No, thinking about that all the time. And then more so, like, when you start doing the stems, um, your hormones change so much. So, mm-hmm. I was so moody. Okay. Like, That's um, a scary part. That I was in a position that... At my job, at the position that I was in at the time, I was basically like mentoring new trainees that came in, so mm-hmm. like doing all the, like helping them with their cases and stuff. And the learn this thing we call it the learning center. Mm-hmm. I had four of them. I really had to sit them down. They were all women. Like, mm-hmm. listen, y'all, I just want y'all to know, y'all come to oh, my desk good. and I'm on some shit. Yeah. I don't want y'all to be like, Coco, that's some little shit today. This what you know, I'm going just through. be like, listen, I'm this is what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. We going through in vitro right now. Mm-hmm. I'm taking shots every night. You know, I'm super bloated. I'm super crampy. I'm mm-hmm. tired. My body just feel like I'm outside of my body for right. real. Okay. It make you feel like you're pregnant before you even pregnant, okay. honestly. Okay. I'm hungry all day long. Mm-hmm. Like, don't want to be bothered. So I just had to give them, like, a heads up for okay. real. They that's understood. Good. Yeah, they understood. Cool. Talk to my manager about it. She understood. Uh, um, And then I actually got a promotion and became a manager when I was pregnant. So I had to kind of do that same spill with them. But now it's like, it's really because I'm pregnant, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I need y'all to know this going to be a little minute. Like, I'll be feeling it. But my my staff was amazing, like, bringing me hella snacks, yo. <laughs> yeah, that's Every day, up. breakfast, lunch. Like, you hungry? You and the baby? All right. So, like, so long. So. That's what's up. Um, so they did. They put it back in. Two weeks later, I found out I was really pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they got to check. You still got to go. It's never over. You got to still go. Mm-hmm. They got to check your blood work to make sure your level's increasing. They make sure you don't have another miscarriage where mm-hmm. the child don't pass away. Um, then they finally let me hear the heartbeat at like uh, six weeks, mm-hmm. right? Normally, you know, a regular doctor, you're not hearing the heartbeat till you 12 weeks. Okay. Something like that. Okay. They may want you to be two months, mm-hmm. like from your last period. So that's another thing that I made. I fe- it made me feel like I was pregnant for so long because I really knew since the start date. Mm-hmm. Like most people, not gonna find out that they pregnant until after their cycle already been missed. Mm-hmm. I didn't never get to miss no cycle. Okay. okay. So, so I really found like, I was pregnant at two weeks. You understand forward. what I'm saying, yeah, right? Yeah, Where okay. somebody else be like, "Girl, I found I was pregnant at twelve <laughs> weeks. You right. already." Shit, three months in by that mm. point, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, got to hear the heartbeat, and then they finally released me to a net, a normal doctor mm-hmm. after eight weeks. So I had to stay with them for eight weeks every week, going still getting the blood work checked, um, checking this heartbeat, making sure everything was okay, and then I was able to go to a regular doctor. Okay, um, went to the regular doctor, and then you just basically I. I was kind of spoiled from the fertility clinic because every time I go, I get to get a sonogram. I get to hear the heartbeat. Uh-huh. You go there, they just like, all right, lay down, let me touch, me feel you. Like, it's no, it. it's not the same thing. Okay. Like, you don't get to see the baby. I'm like, I want to see, right, I, you right, know. Right. So um, it definitely had me spoiled. But, um, like, now he about to be two in October. So okay. it definitely, you know, but it worked on the first time. Like I said, I know some friends, I have some friends, associates, that it didn't work for them on the first time. Mm. They had to go through another cycle or, uh, you know, then the doctor got to change that medication up because the science, you really don't know yeah. what the result going to be until you try. Right. So the medicine worked on me the first time, but the medicine didn't work. That same regimen didn't work for somebody else who mm-hmm. might be going through the same thing, but maybe one thing is off. So now they got to change that whole process mm-hmm. to make it be something better for her. You right. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So so how, so when you, when you actually... So what was the feeling like when you was like actually having a baby then? Because I know people like they it's different emotions. Sometimes it's like it's more. Well, I'm sure it was still pain yeah, in the process. I was but, scared though, cause okay. I was like, yo, I do it. Now I'm starting to like not question myself, but you didn't do all this, and you really about to have a baby. Yeah. Like that's really what you wanted right, to right. do. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> this is a whole different situation. Like right. I don't. None of my friends at the time really had children. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. um. So it was like I haven't even been around a child that little. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. My stepdaughter was shit, eight, seven. Mm-hmm. 
even though I met her when she was one and a half, mm. it wasn't the same thing. Like having a child from a newborn yeah. is a different life. Right. Um, but me being a control freak that I am, mm. I planned my whole thing. Like I wanted to do a natural water birth. Mm. This, 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 this. That was one of the moments that God really showed me, like, you really not in control. I didn't have none of that. Okay. Like why not? The way I planned it, I didn't have anything. So when I, I ended up having like um hypertension, right? So like high blood pressure mm. due to my pregnancy. Mm. So they induced me. My he wasn't due until November eleventh. They induced me on like uh October the twenty eighth or something. I was in labor for like three days for real. Mm. I am until the thirtieth. Mm. Um they induced me and then some kind of way, he had the cord wrapped through his legs, up around his face. <laughs> I'm high because I was going, I wanted to do, all right, so then once that changed, like, all right, you can't do the water birth. I'm like, all right, I'm going to still do natural. I don't want no medicine. So um, you couldn't do the water birth because of, um, what was the reason you the couldn't The hypertension. Do? Okay, hypertension. Okay, so right, basically right. they was trying to say, and this is why this should be so scary. They saying, like, you go home, it can detach from the placenta and all this other. If you do the natural. I mean, yeah, like water, if I didn't water. allow them to okay, give me a, okay. if I ain't allowed them to induce me, they basically saying like anything could happen from that time. It's a possibility that you could so lose yeah, your child. So now I'm nervous. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, go ahead. I don't yeah, really yeah. want to be induced, but go ahead. Because I always heard, and I be saying, of course, I don't know no better, but I always be saying it like, because I heard about the water breast natural and all that shit. I was like, I, I would want my, of course, we ain't got no safety. Right, 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 but, right. But, I would want that to happen because it's natural and all that, but everybody be saying like that ain't it ain't always the case. Like some people can do it and some right, people just you can't. can't. So yeah, and that's it what it was. That was my that was my plan. I had a a, a doula and everything, okay. like somebody to come and check, you know, make sure his heartbeat is uh -huh. beating right in between my appointments, uh -huh. like checking the temp, like checking the width and stuff of him, everything. So I was prepared. Okay. For that, mm. um, but then when I got induced, of course they don't do water births at the hospital, right? right? And um. I was going to do, so then I'm like, all right, well, that part went left. Let me just do natural. I'm not going to get an epidural. I'm not going to get no medication. I'm just going to go and just push it out. But then they basically broke my water. They did it. Mm -hmm. And once they did that, you know, at you, the child can only be in there for a certain amount of time. How they break your water? Like this little stick and really just like stick it up there and just Damn. like press. Like, <laughs> Why they had to do that though? Because basically, they, you know, if the child is in there for too long and you already induced the induction is starting the labor process. Okay. The baby can't be just in it because it's saying there's too many like possibilities of infections. Okay. Um, so they had to pop it. So when they broke it, I still didn't, you know, you got to be dilated nine centimeters. Right. I was dilated like two. Oh, shit. So I had, and you got to think, it takes so long to get to the next yeah. one. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, I mean, shucks. Now I can't even do that. So let me just not take the medicine. But mm. then it started getting crazy. He started, he flatlined at one point. Mm. Um, they kept turning me on my side. They was like, he flatlining, he flatlining. I heard him. I'm, I was high. Mm. I'm like, but I know that y'all just say he flatlined. Mm. So um, I ended up having to have a C-section, emergency okay. C-section, uh -huh. which is crazy because that's so far away from what my initial date was, date was okay. everything. But I feel like that was God's preparation for me to set me up to realize, like, motherhood is definitely not something that you can control Bro. every aspect of okay. it like okay. you have to let the reins go a little bit yeah, yeah. so i had to see okay. the silver lining because okay. like even now it's no textbook to show me mm. how to be a mother or what to do you mm. understand what i'm saying yeah that's but real that's i had real. to really like take a step back like listen it clearly happened this way for a reason yeah right true, true. and that helped me in my life a lot though it made me realize there's a lot of stuff that i really don't have control over like yeah, you just kind of like let things go with the flow that's real because it's always somebody else that it's always somebody, God always has whatever plan he has in mind for you. So I really didn't have no say-so. Right. It's a good no life lesson. Yeah, life definitely. Because right. I'm definitely like, mm-mm, planner, <laughs> writing everything down, like organized, oh, no, today's dinner, you know. It went, that went totally left. But. Yeah, that's serious. Yeah. So well, how was your support when you was going through all this? Like even from back, the, the virtual the miscarriages and all that. Um, truth be told, y'all, I'm like, a lot of people don't understand. Mm -hmm. They don't get it. So, like, when I was telling my mother that we was about to start, you know, she like, I don't think you should do that because you already got pregnant naturally before. You're going to be able to get pregnant. Just give it some time. Just pray about it. Just da-da-da-da. Typical you know, older person yeah, response. Yeah, you saying all this mm -hmm. stuff. And that was crazy because it was, like, so many. Everybody in my family has children except, at the time, me and my little sister. Mm -hmm. So, in their mind, and they had multiple kids. Okay. 
Nobody else ever had to go through that. Yeah. So in their mind, they like, this is dumb. Like, mm. I'm not, I don't, I don't think that that's, you should let God just do it. If it's not, if it's meant to be, it's going to be. If it's not meant, it's not going to be like a million things. It's really like, okay, you know, you have to, you have to support me. I had to really sit her down and have a conversation with her. Mm. Like, ma, it's not that easy. Mm. It's really not that easy. Mm -hmm. And having conversations with females that are, like, in the same age range as me, like, even at work, a good out of five, at least three of us was going through the same thing at the same time. Couldn't get pregnant. Trying to figure out why they can't get pregnant. It could be the birth control. Honestly, I think that stuff really mess your body up. So you don't recommend people getting on birth control? No. Not even kids just don't? No. Because birth control makes your body think that you're pregnant. Okay, okay. So if you taking this every single month, okay. your body is like, yeah. she pregnant again? Right. Oh, she pregnant again. Okay. So then when you off it and you're naturally trying to get pregnant, it, it's a, it's right, like, like you already was just pregnant. Okay. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Okay, got you. So got you. Okay. it's still moving as if you're pregnant. That's what birth control's okay. purpose okay. is. Okay, okay. So that you can't get pregnant, make you think you're pregnant, make yeah. your body think you're pregnant. Okay, that makes um, sense then. Yeah, it so it's like, and it puts that. all of those hormones mm-hmm. in your body. I really do think that it could po- be a possibility of like some of the foods that we grew up eating. Mm-hmm. I don't really, like, you know, I see a lot of research about it, but it's no like conclusive answer. But yeah, a lot of women. But it's happening a lot in this age yes. group. Like, okay, yeah, I mean, that is something. That it could be a fool. That's just like I always see, like how how the younger kids now, all the boys super tall, right? Like when we was in high school, shit, everybody, everybody was like same right, age, right, like right. same height and all that. But the food and genetics change, so everything changed everybody. Yep. So that makes sense. That make a lot of sense. So you ended up telling your mother, like, the support, how that yeah. go? Yeah, when I sat her down, um, I sat her down with my dad. He real supportive all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd be like, whatever I want to do, he with it. Mm-hmm. Um, She was like, all right, I understand, you know. I just don't know. And then I felt like she started doing research, and then it was crazy. I took her to the uh clinic with me one day because mm-hmm. Stephen couldn't make it. Mm-hmm. Took her to the clinic with me one day, and it was a good, like, 20 women in there, I promise. Mm. This was pre-COVID, of course, so, you know, everything was, it was cl- like, cluttered. Black women. Black women, mm. you know, white women, same-sex couples, mm. you know, women that really don't have no man, just ready to have a child, going through, mm. like, a sperm donor type of situation. Mm. And my mother was like, when we got in the car, she was like, I really did not know that so many women went through that. That's problem. Okay. Like, wow. I think that that changed I think she was trying to be supportive up until that point, but when she saw that, that changed her whole thought process. Like, she stepped damn, up. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Like appointments. That's good. You took. You in. want me to come yeah. do the shots? You yeah. know, like everything. But it was like, I I feel like she needed to see that because I don't think that she realized how many women. And then at that same time, Gabrielle Union had dropped like brought her book out and was saying okay. that she went through it. Uh-huh. You know, Michelle Obama said that she did in vitro for both of her children. Mm-hmm. So it was like, then she started seeing all of these other women. Mm-hmm. That's not just like a, yeah. out, you it know, there's somebody. Right. It ain't just celebrities. It ain't just in the Right. Yeah, it's yeah. everybody. Remy Ma, yeah. you know, uh-huh. um, Candy and then uh, K. Michelle, all of them are going. At, it's really crazy because all that time when I was pregnant, all of them started saying, like, telling their stories and stuff okay. like that. And so I'm So that means like, everything was happening right, the way it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. And she really, like, okay. I didn't even realize so many people. I'm telling her, like, my, you know, it was easy for you to have me and my sister, mm-hmm. but we don't have that. Like, yeah. it's really hard to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. As easy as people think it is, like, it might be like a mix, you know, that one night, yeah, you just. And then it happened, but yeah. it is really hard when you're trying. It is really hard. Right, right. It's really hard. So it, it seems like when people try, it's hard, but when you're not trying, it's, it's the easy. easiest thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy, right? Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I I was going to say it was. I'm glad that you said that about your mother and pulling her into that because, like I said, the older I could see my mother being that way because right. the older group, they the older ages, like they they. They feel like they know all the answers. Yep. And two, they they don't, you can't tell them nothing. Yep. But if you see it, and I think it's different with women too, because that's like, that's a process that all women, if you have kids, they go through that. So they know the emotional right. part. But it's good that you ain't give up on it, because somebody could be like, well, fuck my mother and fuck yep. all this. And you, you sat down, because like you said, your emotions go all over the place, and you could be, you could have snapped on it. Yeah, in real happen. life. So, in real life. So that's good that you did that. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Hopefully that. Resonates with somebody too, because I know around that time emotions for everybody get kind of like crazy. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And that was the thing. It was like she really, like now. Of course, she loved my. It's just me and my sister, you know. So me mm-hmm. having a son, it's different. It's different. My yeah. father, my mother, what? 
Spoil like, him. What? <laughs> the child loved going to their house because right. every time he go, it's something new there. Like yeah. every single time, it never fails. Like she called me today, like it's my birthday. She outside buying him stuff. Like, girl, all right, okay. I miss him. Like, girl, no. So how the rest of the family end up? Taking to it or they, everybody yeah. was excited. I mean, they knew they knew the process. We actually did like a, a YouTube vlog at the okay. time, okay. um, where we like kind of documented the entire process for mm -hmm. real, even down to the shots and everything. Okay, um, so they were extremely excited, and all of them was waiting for me to have a child. Did you wait till you're 30 years old to have a baby? <laughs> you wait, da, da, da. they sound like you going crazy right. if you don't have it. They give me that all the time, yeah. man. Like, yeah, I'm chilling <laughs> when it come, it come. I ain't crying. It's a different life, okay? Yeah, yeah, it's no I ain't you can't it. give them back, you yeah, can't give yeah. them back. Yeah, Once they hear, they hear. It's, right. it's here. Um, but yeah, they were all very supportive. My friends, I feel like, were extremely supportive. Mm -hmm. um, they gave a lot of good stuff. Like they did, like little, like when I finally got pregnant, they were sending like little packages and stuff, mm -hmm. sending stuff like you know, like little stuff about infertility. Like mm -hmm. finally, this and like a little thing with like little shots on there it was like it was worth the wait. All mm -hmm. this little cute stuff. Okay, okay. So yeah, they was doing a lot of cute stuff. And then once I had them. Um, some of my friends would like cook for me, come over, help me clean up and stuff That's like that because I was still home with them or whatever. Uh -huh. But yeah, they were extremely supportive. That's um, I just definitely feel like it's a lot. Even some of my friends in that process realized like, damn, yo, I ain't, I ain't got pregnant. Mm. I wonder what's going on with me, you know, and then that made them start up. the process mm. or start seeing what's going on. Because oh, somebody, it's simple, the HSG thing I was telling you where they do the tubes that really clear your tubes out. That could mm -hmm. be all you need and then you could get pregnant okay. Okay. easy like that. But then you might have to do something different. But the the best thing is that you have the option to do it. Right, you know right. what I mean? So two two things I wanted to ask before I forget. Two, one was how, um, oh, shit, don't forget. Um. All right, so the, the one question I wanted to ask was, do you, talking to people, do you feel like a lot of people gave up, like, in the processes? Like, they was like, I'm just not going to try it. Absolutely. And then, so how was those conversations, like, talking to other people? Like, did you talk to them? You said you went to the, with your mother, and it was, like, 20 women in there. Was you talking to any I of them? I talked to a lot of them, yeah. So how was, how was those conversations going? Um, A lot of them. The one lady, she had, it, it had failed for her three times. Mm -hmm. That process that or? Pro the in vitro oh, process. Okay, okay. Like, it felt for, you know, that's the last step, though, in vitro. Unless you're going to get a surrogate, okay. basically. A surrogate with somebody else carrying your child. Yeah, that's right? what Kim K and all of them Yeah, doing, absolutely, right. 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 Um, still their eggs, still his sperm, but somebody else carrying the baby. How you feel about, don't forget that, what I asked you first. Right. How you feel about surrogate, though? If that's what that's what it takes for you to be a mother, if uh -huh. a mother, you know, you still got to pay him. Okay. <laughs> the person that's, the carrying, person that's carrying the baby. That's so that's 25. like a career? People do People that? People do that. So how long they got carried for nine months? The whole bit, yeah. So you paying for nine, they kick them out, and then next nine months they do it all. They do it again. Wow. And it's crazy because it's like twenty five normally. I don't know what celebrities paying for it, uh -huh. but they get twenty five thousand. Yeah. Oh shit. They get to go to the doctors. Uh -huh. You know they gotta uh, prepare their body too, mm -hmm. but they really pay and they get their money up front. Oh shit. And so it's to the point where, as though, say for instance, you pregnant and you a surrogate and you lose the baby, you already got the money. Oh, damn. So the baby just miscarried, but that's not your egg. You understand what I'm saying? Right, you still right. got the money. That's your money. Is that a process with where you went, or that's yeah. something you got to Yeah, no, go? that's oh, the same okay. place. So they'll set you up they'll with They'll set you up with that, too. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. Oh, all right. That's so that, crazy. But, so when they do that, does any of them get into the baby, or is just we just carrying it? Yeah, they, no, none of them get into the baby. They just carrying it. Okay. And, and it really is to the point where it's, though, I think that's super hard, honestly. I don't know if that's something that I would be able to personally do because I feel like if you feel, if you've experienced pregnancy and you feel about something growing in you, yeah. I don't think you're going to be able to detach that right, easily. Right, right. But for those people that it's their job, they can do it. Yeah, they give the, ba the baby come yeah, out and go straight tough. to the mother. Don't even yeah. go to you. You go home. Right. That's emotional. Go in the house attachment. pregnant and come home with no baby. <laughs> So you think, is it emotional attachment or they just don't have, like, they just ain't built like that? I would, I would suppose that you would still be emotionally attached. Just because there's no way. Because as a woman, you just, you already yeah. feeling it. You understand what I'm saying? But, I mean, I guess keeping in hindsight, like, this really not your baby. You right. got to keep reminding yourself. And I'm pretty sure that the mothers will keep coming back, like, yeah. what's going on with my child today? Oh, you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, what's yeah. going on? How they feeling? Damn. What they doing? I want to get one of them one yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I definitely want to see what's up with that. But go back to the original question was um talking the to women. the women. Yeah. Um yeah, 
uh, a lot of people give up. A lot of people give up. A lot of people give up, and a lot of people are afraid to even see if it's something wrong. Mm -hmm. 30 years old, never been pregnant, mm -hmm. ever. And mm -hmm. then, you know for a fact, you done dipped and dabbed this mm -hmm. shit. You done, <laughs> it's a possibility. It's been some slip-ups. You don't take no plan Bs. Plan Bs wasn't out when we was younger. Yeah, yeah. You, so, you, you know. Yeah. Ain't nothing happened yet. Uh, come on. Yeah, you know, yeah. at some point. You now your time it might be off every mm -hmm. time, but come on, baby. Right, that, right. That's what I was telling him. I'm like, no, sis, you should probably go see because. Yeah. And truth be told, it was something going on. Okay. Something. It could be something so simple. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's something going on because naturally, like I said, as a woman, mm -hmm. you having sex around those times, especially if you planning it or whatever, or even if it's a slip up, mm -hmm. you're bound to be pregnant at some, some point. point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So a lot of women don't. They don't want to know. And I get it because mm -hmm. that was me. It's like, I am it's a woman. Scary. It's scary. How can I do everything else, but yeah. I can't have a child? Right. right. That makes you feel like less of a woman. Yeah. Honestly, can you can have it. a million things going for yourself. Mm -hmm. It'd be, and, and that's, I've met so many women, like even at my job, older women that are extremely successful, mm -hmm. yo, like crazy, mm -hmm. like crazy and don't have children. And mm -hmm. never put their pride to the side to go see why they couldn't. And now it's to the point where it's though. Did they, they do it that you did it? No, they don't. Like one they of the ladies, she's 45. She not, mm -hmm. she like, you Chalking know. It up. Yeah, she said she might adopt. Mm -hmm. But just that simple. Like, I felt like, yo, I got degrees. I'm successful. I got all this going on. I want a child. Yeah. And how yeah. is it that I can't right. have a child? It just yeah. really makes you feel like, like for real, like only thing you should be able to do that you can't do is bad child. Mm. It's a crazy feeling. Yeah, that's tough. I definitely understand. So with that being said, how did it play into your relationship? Because I feel like by you saying like being emotional, your mood and all that, did it did it change a lot with the it relationship? It changed a lot. Actually, you know, the crazy thing is we not we like really separated right now, which is crazy as shit. But with and that's a whole nother thought process behind it, because it's like I waited all this time, mm -hmm. waited to be married, to have my child, and then married with a child and now we not even living right. in the same house. process kind. look at how it had like you understand what yeah, i'm saying yeah, it's yeah. like but once again i look at everything like god did this for a reason mm -hmm. i got my child of the situation right, right so who knows what our future looks like mm -hmm. right but at least i was able to get my son because right. truth be told without his insurance mm, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have ever happened okay okay so it happened for a reason yeah everything. but the, during the process he was extremely supportive mm -hmm. i feel as though um but once a baby comes into play in a household where you so used to it just being y'all two, mm. my stepdaughter come, we do like half and half with her mother. Mm. So it's not like a every day there. Mm. And then your whole life shifts because now you have a baby that you have to every tend day. to 24-7. Yeah. And we so used to up, gone. Okay. Oh, we here, we there. We couldn't do that no more. Okay. My so entire changed. energy, everything about my focus, everything shifted. Like mm. I was so, this here's this child that, it's strictly dependent on everything for me. Like I was nursing him, mm -hmm. so he didn't like have formula. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, I have to make sure that I'm good so that he can be good mm -hmm. all the time. I really got to put everybody else's feelings on the back burner for a second because he really needs me the most. Like yeah. you're a grown man. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? My, yeah. my sister, you're a grown lady. My mother, you're a grown lady. I can't, mm -hmm. I can't feed into all of those situations when I have my son right mm -hmm. there because he don't, he can't do nothing. Right, right. So... Yeah. So it, it changed a lot of every relationship. I see how they say babies make you always be wondering like people be so in love and just yeah. like happy <laughs> and then the baby coming it be like Change damn shit. what happened? Damn. It takes a lot. I think it takes two very mature individuals mm -hmm. to be able to kind of like maneuver through those spaces mm -hmm. because you got to think about it for 9 months you already down cuz you pregnant. Mhm. Mm that's changing. Right. And then once the baby come, you're going to at least be More another year, mm -hmm. at least a year mm -hmm. until, like, my son is beginning. He got some independence now. He do his own thing for real. I really mm -hmm. kind of let him do it, too, honestly. <laughs> I don't be fussing about it. If he ain't hurting, yeah. bleeding, yeah. like, yeah, go ahead, do your thing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I be. Because now I'm working from home. He home. Yeah. yeah, I let him do what he want. Okay. But um, that still is, I still got to still breakfast, lunch, dinner mm -hmm. every day. That shift you everything about your whole everything. So niggas just gotta, I guess it depends on the guy. On a guy, yes, you gotta be able to accept 
you ain't gonna get all my attention. Yes, and <laughs> super patient. But okay. another thing I realized is what I was telling my friend because I re- we was pregnant at the same time. And she was having very similar concerns with her husband mm. that I was feeling about mine. Mm. What I explained is that when you become pregnant, you're a mother immediately. Yeah. You feel yeah. everything. Okay. You're sick. Okay. You're sad. Your emotion's crazy. Mm-hmm. He kicking. She kicking. You feel that. Mm. Think mm-hmm. about it. The man on the outside, he don't feel any of that. Right. He Until like 30 weeks, 24 yeah, weeks, something sure. like that, when the baby is finally able to like kick and they can touch. I was feeling... Him Everything. kicking me at 18 weeks, 19 weeks, he didn't feel it till 22, something like okay. that. So mm-hmm. all those weeks in between, I'm like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. he don't. So think about how much of a detachment that yeah. already is. The connection. Yeah, you don't yeah. build that relationship with your child until your child is it's physically out. here. Yeah. Yeah. You understand okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So then that also puts you in a space as a woman. You have to pay attention to those things as well. You can't just be selfish in a situation thinking like, you know, this man not he don't understand he don't understand but you don't understand his point of view either true, true. he's excited to be a father true, true. but at the same time he don't have that connection with that child right. that you have okay until that child statement. get here that's a good statement that's a so good now statement. that my son older him mm-hmm. and his father got a amazing relationship mm-hmm. but he can't nurse him right right, right. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so of course he's gonna be super clingy want to be underneath of me i'm mm-hmm. feeding him right Okay. He can't put nothing to his breast yeah. and be like, here you go, you know? So that that that's why I say in regards to the maturity levels, you have yeah. to really put yourself in predicaments to kind of like take a step outside of the situation and look into what's actually going on around you, like a holistic Different perspective. perspective. Right, yeah. because mm-hmm. it's like I'm feeling like this, but you sometimes get so caught up in how you feel and you don't even think about how the other person is feeling. Okay, and this is something that didn't happen until this, like, this wasn't... Right, okay. this was after. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, some something... Uh. And I think me going through it now, I can explain that to somebody else better. Like, because yeah. it's hard to explain that to your spouse in the moment. Uh-huh. And a lot of people don't be trying to hear that either. No, they don't. They, don't they really don't. I but don't a lot care. of people believe what they see, and that's what it yeah. is. That's what they gonna take it as. So, Absolutely. Yeah, like you said, a mature person gotta see it from another lens. So that's definitely true. So what? What's this? What's this shit like? You know, I'm, I'm not a parent, but I, I pay attention to everything. So what's the the shit that where it's like, you know, women become um, after they have a baby, they become postpartum. Like, yeah. Yeah. You experienced it's that? Real. I did. It's real. Um. Yo, it's crazy. Like, you you remember seeing yourself one way mm-hmm. before you have a child, mm-hmm. and then you had a baby, and it's like your whole everything is different. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's so hard trying to get. And I just found out was crazy because I'm really not big on like the surgery things or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I was telling my uh my sister yesterday, I was researching some stuff, and it's basically like after you have a C-section your body will never go back to that way. So you got to get some type of surgery in order for you to at least feel like you look like yourself that you look like before you had the baby. Mm -hmm. But postpartum is real. Some women go through postpartum, they don't want nobody touching their kids. Some women go through postpartum, they don't want, they don't want to touch their kids. Mm -hmm. So it's different. You got to have a real good support system around you. How does that happen? Or like what makes somebody get like that though? Just don't know what to do. Okay. It's crazy. Like, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. The baby crying. They can't talk. What are you crying for? You hungry? You want to go to sleep? You're not getting no rest. You still got to try to maneuver. Like, you think, I'm a a wife. I'm a mother. Okay. I got to still cook. Just a lot on your plate. Yeah, my daughter in school. I got to help her with school. Still make sure dinner made. Still make sure the baby good. We had two dogs. I'm like, yo, this crazy. Like, this crazy. A lot of hats. A lot of hats. Yeah. At one time. That's serious, man. I tip my hat to women, niggas. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a ton, man. So what would you say? um, What would you say? Well, I guess you answered. I was about to say your biggest lesson, but I guess you say that that God. The God, the patience. Yeah, Yeah. okay. You know, I just wrote a book about that, too. Shane learns patience. I don't have it yet. Uh My son. He, I'm teaching him that. But patience. Yeah, Shane Learns Patience. It's uh-huh. a children's book I, I wrote. It's out now? Mm-hmm. On Amazon. On Amazon, Shane Learns Patience by okay. Shikandra Shorter. It was illustrated by uh, Brandon Perrier. Mm. Um, it's like a we're doing a series of five, so we got mm. four more coming. Okay. But, um, yeah, that was my, my thing. That's another thing. Children give you another sense of, like, ambition okay like Doing i knew i already I, I can't sit still anyway yeah. but <laughs> it make you be like damn what else can i do yeah you know okay i'm gonna make sure i plug that in, yeah. the, in the post too make sure you do that. so what would you say to anybody that's like going through 
like, I, I want to say going through, like, ever been through a miscarriage and, like, I guess somebody seeking what should they do? Because, like, if, it, if they not motivated by this, like, or if they don't know nobody that, like you said, your friends, when you did it, right. they was like, they might not know nobody that did it. Or do you feel like some people go through it and don't say nothing to nobody? Absolutely. So what would you say to all these people? I like? would just say you're not the only one. Okay. You're not the only, you're not the only woman that's going through it. You're not the only woman that has suffered from a miscarriage. You're not the only woman that is not able to get pregnant. You're not the only woman that, you understand what I'm saying? Like, is feeling like down because you can't have a child. Like, mm -hmm. reach out to somebody, talk mm -hmm. to somebody, or mm -hmm. go see a doctor. Mm -hmm. The the thing about a lot of women don't say it, you think about it. If you never say you went through in vitro when you pregnant, you're just pregnant. Mm -hmm. You look like a pregnant woman the same way every other woman is pregnant. Okay. It's not no sign that say, oh, this is how I got <laughs> pregnant, right? Yeah. yeah, don't nobody know don't unless, nobody you, tell know them. unless okay. you tell them. Okay. But that was the reason why I spoke out why I speak out about it so much, like real big, especially like Infertility Awareness Month, all that that's in March, because mm -hmm. I just feel like at the end of the day, it's so many women that don't talk about it that's going through it that needs a listening ear yeah, or just yeah. need a push. Like, yeah. you really want to be a mother the same way that you go after everything else in life? Right. Go after that too. Right, right, okay. Go after that too. Absolutely. You're not alone. So, so do you, do you recommend people not getting in them groups on Facebook and all that? Absolutely. <laughs> don't, don't get, get on the groups. Don't get it. Until after don't you Google, already passed do the, nothing. don't Google, don't get in the groups until you pass that threshold where you know for a fact that you're healthy and all of that. Because the group's going to deter you and that negative energy is going to start to consume you, yeah. right? Don't do it. And a lot, so I know like a lot of guys don't really go to the doctors often or, or they should. enough. But <laughs> Just because uh, your girl saying, is good don't mean you good. I mean, it probably do mean you good. But still, that a lot of guys, oh, shit, my girl just went to the doctors two weeks yeah, ago. We good. Check, no, yeah. she's good, my right, man. Right. You still got to go. You feel me? Cut it out. But I was saying, because you were saying that a lot of women don't follow up with that part. So do a lot of women not go to the doctors? Like, like they'll go, but they if they don't have that. You know, I want to figure this out. You really just got to ask. Yeah, you, you got to ask. Tell mm -hmm. a doctor to be honest and upfront with yep. you want to figure it and out. And go to a doctor that specializes in those things. Like, I would recommend Dr. Berger to every woman. Mm -hmm. Books be crazy. His book's crazy. Okay. But I'm a, because your regular doctor could just be like, just have sex on these days. He's going to really take the steps and be like, well, this is what's going on. This why, this why, this why. And he has, like, other referrals, too. So okay. if he's booked, he'll, like, send you to somebody else. And you know when you you know it's not just one thing. Right. Like, somebody tell you it's just this. Like, you want to seek out. Right. That's that's definitely good. That So you you went. So all of them, every everything you went to was referred by him and everybody else yep. you went through in the process. Was and referred you, by him. And you said it's not. Like, it's expensive, but if you got that insurance... It's going to cover it. So if you don't work for the state or the county, it's you it putting up some you money. You might be putting up some money. But um, it's this woman. I'll give you her... I've, I'll get her name. She's actually from Maryland. Um, her mom carried her kids. Crazy, because she couldn't carry the children. Her mother carried the kids wow. for her. But they have a scholarship program. Okay. It's like three of them yeah. where you can apply, and they'll give you money towards... To get that. Your process. Oh, that's what's up. Definitely. That's another thing. You got to pay attention to, you know, look for your resources. Because, yeah, like I sure. said, it's a lot of women that go through it, and they be wanting to help other women through the process. You feel like you want to do this, like, more in a bigger scale? Absolutely. You working on it? Yeah. That's yeah. I think you should. Absolutely. Like, I don't, I don't know nobody personally that been through that or experienced that, but I'm sure, like you said, everybody ain't going to handle it the same way that you handle it or the next person handle it. Like, I feel like a lot of women would be like severely depressed or like mm -hmm. hurt themselves or just re think about themselves period. And you made me think, I ain't gonna lie. When I was, when you saying about, about like not people doing it and then not getting pregnant. When I was like one of my, in high, in college, a person that I was involved, like I was shooting the thing up every, every day. See what every that? time and nothing ever happened. And I used to be like, I ain't because I'm 2021. 20, right. I'm like, well shit ain't happening. Ain't happening. Thank so, like look, thank you. Was, yeah, so I was thinking like, damn, so that's really something that people really need to I but, but then again, I don't know what she was going through or if she followed she up know, on it either right. though. So but it was just something that I But thought your about. thought process probably like, damn, that ain't happening. She probably like, damn, I still never got pregnant. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. In her mind, she probably like 
Yeah, something could be. And she ended up having one years later. Okay. But, but my thing was then, I was like, yo, this, it was on, off, regular, all the time. And it never happened. I was like, I ain't never seen nothing to her. But I feel like in, even in that part, like, communication will be important with yep, partners. Because if a nigga, because you know how men think. Mm-hmm. Men going to think something like, excuse me, they going straight think negative. Might try to go off on a, a girl or something, and then they be like, you like, I got this going on, but I never told you. And mm-hmm. a nigga don't really be trying, like like you said, maturity. Like, yep. just the, how you think. A lot of niggas ain't going to be trying to hear that, especially if you tell somebody else, yo, this happened. Oh, she lying. Like, yep, that's what it is. She lying. Yeah, Absolutely. Because so they don't super, really be knowing. Yeah, yeah. They don't yeah. really be knowing. Niggas don't know, and people don't know. Like you said, people don't be knowing either. Like, yeah. if you don't find out, you don't know. So I think that's one thing I learned about. Your whole conversation is that communication is key. But Absolutely. I guess it's important knowing who you fucking with too, though. Yeah, that's true. You, like you said, y'all was married and in the relationship, so you know, like, all right, we gonna have these talks. Right, but right. When you just fucking around or dealing with somebody, it could be a whole other story. Yep. So, you know, Crazy. Yeah, I, I definitely salute that process and you for everything. Thanks, for saying. Man. I appreciate you even giving me the. When we have episodes like this, like even a substance abuse joint. I, I feel special. I feel I'm happy that people willing to, to share this with me. Right, right, to right. To let me use my platform. Like, right. like I told you, I, I can't go to somebody and say, hey, you want to talk about uh, not having babies? Right, like that, right, that's right. Like it's insult, weird. So yeah, I don't yeah, want, yeah. But if somebody bring it to me, I, I feel special to have. So I appreciate you sharing that with me and, and the platform. And I hope anybody that hears this, like, if you, I hope it helps anybody that's help going them. through this or yep. you know somebody's going through this, share. And, um, uh, do you, you want to say anything else? Just stop ask. last thing right before we done. Stop asking women when they going to have a baby because you don't know how triggering okay. that question is going to be. Stop asking men, too. That's true, too. Stop father's asking day. people, period. <laughs> it's father's day. Look, you, you, this, you, you said everything worked. God made everything work. We had this conversation on Father's Day. Right. I ain't no father, but <laughs> stop asking me when I'm having a kid, too. But no, seriously, though, yeah. but like, I, I feel you, though. Like, but, it's a triggering question. Okay. You never know. You yeah. never know what they say situation is they might really be trying and you asking them that could make them be depressed all over again that's real because it's a realization that it haven't happened yet you understand what i'm saying yeah and i think i hope any older people that hear this because i talk about my family a lot so i ain't ain't going sugarcoat it but i on here i talk about them a lot like our um like i had an episode with um Mothers raising boys. Okay. And uh, and it was about like one of my cousins. Two of my cousins was here, and um, uh, my um Keon baby mother. Mm-hmm. So we was they was talking about how we talk. Me and my family talk about a lot how the older groups really don't be trying to hear nothing. Like they think they got the answers, and like you said with your mother, like you showing her that, and like you said, they'll ask this shit about pregnancy and all this shit, and they don't care. Even if you yeah, tell them, they right, might not they care. care. Like oh well. Hey, be all right. Like, uh-huh. It's like suck that like, shit uh-huh. up. That older generation, it's sad how how they are about they gotta open up. Shit, they stuck in their ways. Yeah, yeah, it's very important. And like you said, all these processes are different, and you gotta change with the times. Like it ain't gonna be the same way as back in the day. Like if it happened, don't happen. We got options, and we want to have kids. Like yep. go for it. Go for like, it. And, I, I, and you made me. I'll say also, I look at it different because I used to always look at it like um. I remember when Kim Kardashian was having. It. And they was talking about how that shit happened. I was like, I definitely don't want my girl walking around like somebody else carrying my seed. But, you know, you really want that, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I agree. So. Yep. With Thank that you. being said, um, plug your book again. Um, Shane Learns Patience is on Amazon. Kindle version, paper book version. Written by Shakandra Shorter, illustrated by Brandon Perrier. I'll make sure I send you the link. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm going to definitely fuck that. Please check it out. Check this out. Share it with somebody. And, you know, hopefully everybody, this helps somebody going through something or just enjoy the content and just keep it in mind moving forward. Because I am. Yeah. Because now, now that I'm asking, now that you said this, I don't be asking nobody when you're going to, but I, I definitely will not. Yes, and that's I'll right. Respect, good, good. <laughs> I'll respect good. it. Good. If any, anybody, <laughs> anything moving forward, like, I respect it. But I, I will say, in closing, i say communication is key in everything. Yep. Like you said, communicate with your doctors. Yep. Communicate with your partners, yep. whatever you are, even if it ain't about that pregnancy and all that shit. Right, so, just period. Yeah, it's, yep. it's important. It's super important. So, um we can't help each other if we don't shit. Absolutely. And that's another reason that I like to have this, these type of episodes because, like, somebody that might be going through this, 
or know somebody that might not have said nothing to nobody. And you might not know what to do next, or you might not know where to go, or you might just internally feel like, I'm fucked up person, I can't do it. Right. Do you go for it. So I salute you. Yeah, thanks, Mo. Thank you thanks again. for the opportunity. No, I thank you. And um, if we necessary, like you, you supposed to ask somebody else if any part two, anything. Yeah, keep moving, got so. it, got it. And like we always say, please subscribe to the podcast and the podcast apps and the YouTube, all that. Check it out. And I definitely want to run follow up on this. So okay, we'll do this cool. Some point do it again. Good, good. All, all right. right. And we out. We need answers, podcast. All right. Be down. And guess what? We need answers. Fresh up off the track. All right. Uh, 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 bitch, I hustle hard, gotta get that bag Uh, uh, bitch, I'm with the gang and my whole team drag Uh, uh, you talking about some money, bitch, you need some more You need some more, Mike, Mike, and Wong got that way Bitch, watch your boat, bitch, watch your boat, huh?